0: Guys, and welcome back to Stasis Chat. Where today this is the biggest show I have hosted, so let's get through these as quickly as we can. Um, I let's start with the top of the screen. We have Stubbs, who is in his valiant return to podcasting. Let's
1: start with the top of the yeah. For, um... What's going on in the background? Can you hear that?
2: Someone sort of needs to mute. Whoever's got YouTube needs to mute.
1: mute it. Someone needs to mute that. Who's that? Who's there? We... It's gone now, is it? Send it up
3: Send it Oh, no, he sent
2: it
0: Let's uh, let's get right. it. <laughs> right, so yeah,
1: I'm, yeah, no, I'm back uh, so. after a bit of a, a break, the well-needed break, and uh, I'm just setting on uh, as I'm not publicly put out, but uh, I've I've packed up midweek gaming for the well for forever now. It's done. I'm going to focus on coming on Stasis, the main show every fortnight, and as of November. Uh, I moon mean, centurion and bringing back plastic platforms that'll be every, every every two weeks so basically one show a week and see where it goes from there really but yeah i'm glad to be back and thanks for nice having me back on that. the panel you're
0: always welcome here subs uh next on the list we have the one, the one and only old man gamer and his fosters
3: what's up gamers how's everyone tonight Hope everyone's well and in the land of gaming and podcasting and TV, film and everyday life. It's great to be back.
0: Next on the list, we have a friendly best resident VR, well, chieftain. VR, chieftain.
4: Yeah, well, Not expert, because that definitely doesn't apply. Uh, <laughs> grateful to be here. Enjoyed my time last time. So looking forward to this. Thanks for having me on.
0: Very welcome. <laughs> and finally we have sentinel
5: hey what's up everybody um i had fun last time and i'm thankful to be back thanks for having me back i uh enjoyed it last time and i'm looking forward to this time as well
0: Uh, well, so are we i mean i'm I'm very nervous tonight Um, (laughs) i've got to keep all all four of you in check so (laughs) spice spice, spicy time please no (laughs) Well, I think let's get into the topics today. We have, first up, for a friendly pest, we have the Xbox Cloud Gaming is coming to MetaQuest. How, how are you looking forward to that?
4: I am interested. Uh, the, I like VR so much. This is something they promised to do. I might have got the, the date wrong last time I was on the show. That They promised to do this in 2015, I think, with Oculus Rift. Uh, so then... I, I also predicted this last time I was on the show, that this might get announced. So that was a, you know, pat myself on you the back, did. I guess, for that.
1: I remember
3: that.
4: Yeah. Come, yeah.
3: come, yeah. pass, brag, get bragging. Yeah. I, was proud of football, I, was, yeah. I was
4: very proud of that because I didn't see anyone else predict that online anywhere. It was something I, I saw the dates and the timelines, and I knew there was a leak that Microsoft had an announcement. Most people thought it was related to the Surface, and I, I called that shot and was pretty happy to see it. I am I am hopeful that it will be worthwhile, I, I, I'm skeptical because it's cloud-based, right? You play your Xbox games through the cloud in a virtual environment on a, on a flat screen. Um, it will have some use cases if you travel and they've got good internet wherever you go that you could just take a headset with you and then you wouldn't even need to worry about a TV or monitor being present. You could play your Xbox games in this way, right? It will probably be like, I would argue, at least the second worst way to play your Xbox games, first being on a phone with a gamepad uh playing over the cloud that way my experience with cloud has been not not tremendous it's okay if you have no other options or you're you're just in an environment or the type of game is well suited to that right but it does limit kind of the types of games that you can play well so i'm happy for the partnership because of what might come from the partnership and i'm not a person that just hates meta for for any reason right i think most of the companies are probably equally terrible so, I just worry about their products and enjoying their products and stuff like that. And it, I don't know if I see a company like commit actual atrocities. Sure, I'll raise a flag for that. But as people worried about privacy and stuff, I don't trust any of them for that. So, as I see a lot of resistance there. I'm interested and we'll see.
0: Yeah, it's very, uh, it's one of them. I think, um, I think with us in the UK, internet isn't all that great just yet, apart from someone. Who has one terabyte of uh, information, Stubbs? What are your thoughts on this? Me? I have got one terabyte internet. <laughs> I thought it was you. Who we mentioned the other week. We were talking no,
1: about. We did mention that my area is being upgraded. It could take a couple of years. That could, but it, it's being done. But Stubs I will be cable. getting that. I know. I'm thirty-six megabytes a second. <laughs> But once my contract's ended, um, and hopefully that internet's up and running, I'll probably get the 500 down package. Oh, mm, well. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, VR. Mm, very Looks interesting. And very promising. I'm not one of these haters that says it's niche, because it is currently, but I think one day it will be what, next four or five years, I think the adoption rate is too big. I mean, if you look at uh how oculus headsets sell and in general vr's becoming quite popular in general um it is something in the future i would like to check out but it's a promising partnership you can try these things out they can and see what works but i do think there is a future in it um but yes it's um i haven't got a lot to say on it but i I do think there is something in the future. I think eventually it will take off. It has took off, but it, when you look at mass adoption rates, it's not obviously mass adoption because at the minute, the hardware you get is, you could call it expensive, but when you look at the tech inside it, it's, quite actually, it's actually value for money as such, mm. but the general consumer won't see that. They think, oh, well, that's a bit pricey. But as for, as a, a friendly pest a VR enthusiast, it, it is actually value for money for, for what you're getting. Um, I do think it will take off eventually. Um, I don't know. I just think it's an interesting future. The metaverse and all this. It's uh, mm-hmm. Because of, I think already, if you were to like... Uh, I think you can watch movies. It is quite a uh, friendly press in the headsets and you can watch movies with your friends and stuff and you'll be in the same room or whatever. It, is that have yeah, right? got I've got an app that does that. It's, things, if like, you can, things,
2: it's,
4: things like it's that. A, you can do yeah, all it's a free sorts. app. It has a big screen, and you can stream video from your desktop to it, or you can like use uh, maybe Netflix, I think. You can watch some YouTube stuff. There's shows that they add in, and then you can invite people into this virtual environment, and there's like a social aspect of it. There's a sense of presence where you get to watch this show together, and that's pretty cool, and you can do it in a different environments. So I think... There's there's a lot of people that hate VR immediately without getting to, to see what kind of makes it special. Um mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if it's niche anymore, right? Like how many people need to do it before it's not niche? It's like Quest 2, they sold over 15 million units. And then uh like it is growing equally with PC gaming on Steam, like the percentage of people that use Steam that have a headset, that percent is growing with PC users, which is also
1: growing. So it's a better metric though to to use that rather than use the P, it, rather than use the metric of the PSVR one, which didn't solve in comparison, didn't sell as many. That's a better metric. to Use the Quest. Yeah.
4: When, well, well, the Quest two was uh, sold out everywhere for like a year and a half. It's just kind of finally getting to the point where you can find them to buy them, even. So they was they was selling them as fast as they could make them. But you've got like another wave of headsets coming. Like the Pico Four is a very exciting headset, and it's it's available over in EU. It's not available in North America. And then the really? wow. yeah the Quest Pro coming later this month, which people are kind of confused about. They look at the price and they uh, that is more to compete with the likes of Hololens. It is not the next generation oh, Quest same. 2, see what I mean? The Quest 3 will come oh, along yeah. next year and it will be reasonably priced. And like uh, if you was a so developer and you wanted some mocap, right, then I think that the Quest Pro would be very exciting, the way it tracks face and eyes. And so, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, utility to that headset, but it also plays games, but it's really not its target audience.
0: No. Um, but what I like about that uh, in general with the, you know, the cloud gaming and the uh, it's the two directions the gaming are going personally and they are moving that way and the fact that they're coming together and trying something completely different i think that's not a bad
5: idea but sentinel your thoughts you know i think um like i'm not i'm not much of a vr guy myself but i know a lot of people do enjoy it Mm. and i think the whole thing where they're you know where they're trying to just increase the ways people can play, and ability to use a controller with the whole VR headset thing, um, you know. I mean, I think that's a good. I think that's a good move going forward. Even if like I'm not a fan of something, if it does give people um, new ways to experience gaming, I'm all for that. You know, mm. it's a good thing. Yeah, you can't you can't go wrong with new
0: ways of gaming, because someone out there will like it. Yeah, I mean. There's always going to be that one person that'll enjoy it. Look at the stadium; there was a few, There was still people who bought it, no matter how bad the model was. Well,
1: All five people. Te- the technology was great. The stadium had the technology was great. Just mm. the implementation of how they did the service was terrible.
5: Well, Google's was. Google's biggest problem was they came into, um, you know, um, they came into an industry that had been around for like thirty plus years, and they came in with a lot of hubris, you know. It's like they came in thinking they can upend Nintendo and Xbox and PlayStation. And it's like, these three companies have been around for decades. And they've learned through a lot of mistakes. And here you come out of nowhere thinking that you can outdo them. It's not going to happen like that. No. It's it's no wonder why they're gone.
0: Hmm. Well, BMG, your thoughts? Uh,
5: well, yeah, because they had, they had the,
3: the thing that they showed off in Xbox, you know, you can you're going to be able to do Game Pass in it. I, mean, I believe it's not actually full VR 3D. It's more of like a screen in front of you, yeah, being able to select your games and stuff like that. As a, for a start, it's a good thing, and it would be interesting to see how they implement it going forward. Um, but I think it's also quite interesting how they've acquired um, three studios, uh, VR studios, one of them being the um, Iron Man VR for PlayStation, uh, let me just double-check their names. Uh, Camouflage is one of them. Um, do, 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 the name has gone, disappeared. Yeah, they're the ones that did um, Iron Man VR, and that's also actually coming to Quest 2 in no- on November 3rd as well this year, hmm. which is in- interesting. Um, but yeah, is always going to have a place, I think. it's It's just one of them. It's... The, the hardware is is fairly expensive in a lot of cases. Um, I know you could argue three hundred ninety nine dollars, four hundred ninety nine dollars is for what you're getting is um, is value. But if you haven't got the rig to run it or the console to run what's going to be the PlayStation VR two, um, mm. I know the Quest two is a standalone thing. But um, you know inflation around the world and the cost of living and stuff it, it makes it harder to to get these things what is essentially a luxury uh, but it's an escape i you know i enjoyed the playstation vr i loved it i enjoyed it it was a good escape um mm. my eyes used to hurt after a while because the resolution wasn't brilliant um and it made you fairly disorientated a lot of the time um yeah. but I'm, I'm looking forward to the way vr's going um i believe sony um, they're producing 2 million PlayStation VR 2s, which are looking... They're in, uh, making them at the moment. I think they're looking around about a March release, if the rumours are correct, around about March time. And they they think they're going to, you know, do more than what the original did in its first year. But, you know, it's it's interesting things, like they're introducing the dual sense features in the headset and the in um, the controllers which is some VR headsets haven't done yet with the 3D mm. audio you know so it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see um, i was quite i was wondering and i've seen a lot of stuff coming out of this did um, zuckerberg or something do something about they're introducing legs legs into well, VR there was
4: a uh, they had uh, what Carmack later, Carmack held a talk right after that MetaConnect, right? And yeah. I, Carmack's one of my favorite people that's ever been in the game industry, and I could listen to him talk all day. And he did mention that demo as a canned demo, uh, which I believe it was it was mostly faked, right? That those legs were supposed so, yeah. to be generated by an algorithm, right? But what they were is they used motion capture to kind of create a demonstration of what their vision actually is. And it's not that you can't get procedurally generated animation in your legs. It's just that if they had tried to do it live, the legs probably would have done something silly at some point in the demo. And that's what would have been in all the headlines everywhere. Uh, and that's why Carmack yeah. himself, when he, uh, when he was doing his talk, he was not using the new facial tracking, eye tracking software on his headset. That was disabled and everything you were seeing was just algorithmically generated.
2: Yeah. And he said yeah. that
4: was because there was a really good chance that it would do something silly. Uh, at some point during that talk and then that would have been the picture for all the headlines because we we live in an age where that's what the media is interested in is this shock exposure generation. People don't even read the articles before they retweet them. Um, So yes, that was a fake demonstration for the legs. Uh, The real thing probably won't be that good. Who knows? Eventually I think it will get there. And I think (laughs) Apple's new headset is even rumored to have cameras pointed at your legs to kind of help with that some. Um, yeah yeah. that was a fake demo but i also remember an e3 one time when xbox had pcs under their tables uh, pretending to be xbox ones so i think it's more common in the industry and it was sensationalized when people figured out it was fake Uh, Mm. and you don't want anything to be fake you want real demonstrations of what stuff actually does but at the same time you can understand why it wasn't
2: we
3: we just seem to be getting is heading more like the the announcements we've been able to do teams in VR, actually have your meetings and, you know, it's kind of these pra- other practical uses, whether they, they're going to catch on or not. We just we just don't know. It's well, uh, I, I think it's exciting for VR. They've got some amazing things. It's just I, th- I just think that is it is, it, is the technology is too expensive and that's why people don't want to invest because you've got a, a lot of these things. You have to have something that can run it. Um, you know, the Quest is the Quest Two is a standalone device, but the resolution and stuff isn't as good as what it would be if it was tethered. But we don't want to be tethered. We want to be able to walk around
4: with these things, and you know, it's a um, bunch
3: of uh, yeah! yeah.
2: But, whoa, uh, yes, no, yes.
4: We'll get there. It's. A, I feel like Quest Pro is bleeding edge. I think it's as much as they could pack into that today and sell, and it work reliably. Mm-hmm. Like it is a bleeding yeah. edge device and it's significantly cheaper than the HoloLens and in my opinion delivers on what the HoloLens de- demo promised. Do you remember that the 3 demo in the Minecraft yep. on the stage and it was it was total bullshit, right? Like the actual display on the headset was like an inch by an inch, right? So that mm. that camera demonstrating what it was and it was never going to come to consumers for gaming, right? So the Quest Pro actually kind of delivers what that HoloLens demo promised, which you want to talk about faking something, right? Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, right? So for, for its price, considering that it's a, a business device, I don't think the Quest Pro is overpriced. I, I think it's overpriced from a gaming perspective. And then, I mean, Carmack himself kind of wanted his thing was he wanted that the Quest would be two hundred and fifty dollars and weigh two hundred and fifty grams, and that's the direction he wants to push: affordable, accessible, and then improve with the technology because they they're every day trying to come up with better displays to make the resolution better, and then trying to push the performance to keep up with it uh it's in, it's an interesting time i i like to say when i'm making my videos that it's kind of the nes stage of vr and that's probably not fair it's probably closer to the super nintendo uh, mm. which is the exciting part because we're starting there and this bright future of what's going to become possible ahead of us whereas i think with modern gaming outside of that we're kind of we're kind of plateauing right we've got these massive diminishing returns where, like, I mean, if you own a Series S and a Series X, there's not a tremendous difference between the two systems. And there's a huge performance difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think with VR, you're going to have very obvious growth as the technology improves. And maybe that means that we're still at the early adopter stage. But it's definitely at a stage that has become more accessible than it was when I started mm-hmm. in 2016.
0: Yeah, I think we're making a step forward with VR. I think it's taking... it's in that early it's we're getting to that golden age of it now. I think very much so. Um, I know that we're pushed for time with, cause there was quite a few topics to get through tonight. Um, so I think next up, one of Sentinel's, uh, biggest topics is saints row. So, uh, saints row has a major update coming up next month, 200 bug fixes.
5: Oh shit! Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh... <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. I mean, oh, wow. There's there's wow. a lot wrong with Saints Row. You know, it's like um. Just talking about the technical issues that the bug fixes. Um. I think, I think there was a lot wrong with Saints Row that they should have pushed it back again. You know, um, I I pre-ordered it, I played it at launch, it had tons of problems, some of them required me to restart the game entirely, and for a game at launch to be that broken is completely unacceptable. It also feels like the developers were very tone-deaf as far as, and you're not going to get that with bug fixes, but it's just the whole Saints Row problem, kind of like how Anthem had so much of a negative aura. You know, I think Saints Row has that too. And it's because not only were the developers tone deaf, but they kind of took it in a completely different direction. So while I think them fixing these bugs is a good move, I don't think it's going to help the game really that much in the long run. I just don't.
0: No, I I mean, as we were saying last time when you were on Sentinel, that they've got taken it in a completely different direction. So anyone who was nostalgic for the original games just don't fail anything for this
5: well and you know it doesn't help that they um they took a very patrick soderland stance and i throw that name out there because if you remember uh battlefield v came out and he said if you don't like my game don't buy it i don't care and a lot of people didn't buy it they're like all right well i'm not gonna buy it and shortly thereafter he leaves electronic arts and Mm. you know it's like you as a developer you cannot you can't tell people if you don't like my game don't buy it it's like they're the reason why you're making your money they're the reason why your games are selling units it, you know it's it's like as if you go to a restaurant people like if you don't like the way my food tastes get out you know you, you'll you yeah. never run into a restaurant like that you'll always run into a restaurant where they're like hey what's wrong with the food what can i do to help you you know what can i do mm-hmm. to make the customer happy but these game development studios some of them are like very antagonistic towards their fan base and it's like don't be like that to your fan base it's like find out what they like and enjoy about your franchise and try to build upon that you know rockstar games actually does that and that's why they're successful that's why they're largely successful because they listen to what the gamers actually want and they actually give them what they want whereas the saints Row developers were like we don't really care what you want we're going to give you what we think you want
0: yeah there's no it's, it's all about the developers uh, perspective
5: yeah, and it's 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 horrible that they did that and said, "Hey, you know what? We're just gonna give you whatever, and we're not even listening to any of your feedback or criticisms. We're just not."
0: No. Uh, BMG, your thoughts on that one? Um, to be
3: honest, I I was I was I'm a I am a GTA fan. GTA to me is the the superior game over Saints Row. Always has been. Always will be. Uh, I'll never be told different. I'm never gonna listen. Well, um, I was I was looking forward to trying out the um, the new Saints Row. Um, I wasn't the the first trailer they showed off didn't really grab me, and I was like, mm, no, no, it doesn't doesn't sound my cup of tea. Saw a bit more of it, I thought, oh, actually this looks really good, looks a bit exciting, something different. And then I thought, I'll hang on, see what reviews are said, see what you know what pe- different people in the community are saying, and the game just kind of like, no, it's you they played it safe, they haven't gone with the traditional what Saints roll kind of do. They've kind of just trying to cater to everyone, and it just doesn't the story and that it just doesn't seem to play right. And I don't think these bug fixes, adding this, you know, revamp system, rumble haptics, and stuff like that, I don't think it's going to be enough to save it. Um, personally. Yep. I'd, I'd yeah, I'd rather they didn't do it. I'd sooner, right? No, forget that. We've messed up. We've learned. Let's put what we've learned into a new game. Not put more resources into a game that I don't think is going to get a second wind. Whether they did, you know, they've got the releasing some free cosmetics coming out, um, mm-hmm. as well as all these improvements. And I don't think it's going to be enough to bring people back. Um, you played it too safe. The, the story, everything. It's not. It's not Saints Row. It's a Saints Row in name, but not Saints Row in game. Exactly. Right.
0: Yeah,
5: you know, right. you know um, I, I just wanted to add one more thing about the whole Saints Row thing. I kind of feel like the reason why this is successful is because we don't get any more open world crime action games. Yeah, we don't we don't get them anymore. All the games we get now, you know, you have knights fighting dragons or whatever. You know, it's fantasy, it's futuristic. None of them are modern times, and that Mm -hmm. kind of helped Saints Row to succeed because, you know, there's just not those games anymore. I mean, I remember the Driver
0: games.
3: Hell yeah! Oh god, going back, oh. (laughs) But I'd say Um, a classic game um, that is actually it's fairly cheap. You can pick it up for. You know, I think it's something like a few few dollars, a few pounds, um, currently on the Xbox store, is Sleeping Dogs. Um, yes. And that actually comes with auto HDR and FPS boost to 60 frames a second. Plays and looks smooth as hell. And I, if no one's played it, I highly recommend it. Sorry.
5: <laughs> definitely it's a good game I played through it um, from start to finish recently you're exactly right I love sleeping dogs mm.
0: it's in my pl- it's a playlist and I am I'm, I'm, I am getting that um, also speaking of modern times Modern Warfare 2 is getting
3: are you not, not, not going to ask like the other people on the panel oh sorry was... yeah you know there's more there's more than two
0: of us I know <laughs> <laughs> You know,
1: I was gonna let people jump in if they needed to. Stubbs, you thoughts? I can. I, I've got no opinion on this really. On this topic, I don't. I'm not a Saints Row fan. Not played it. Not that. No. Probably ask a friendly well, pest.
3: Is it you've oh, yeah. not played? Is it because you've you've not played it because of the different direction they've gone in, or was you just not a Saints Row fan in general?
1: Just not a Saints Row fan. In, at all, wasn't even bothered when it came out. I didn't like around
3: with dildos, be, beating people with dildos and things, Now,
1: I didn't even pay any attention to one of the games <laughs> that I just didn't are interested in. Mm. Best? Uh, well,
4: uh, I'm pretty indifferent. I, as I played some of the Saints Row games back in the day and didn't care for them. I don't necessarily like to play a game that I'm going to be embarrassed when somebody walks in the room and catches me playing. Uh, and I've always kind of felt like, man, if I'm playing this and my wife walks in, like, how do I explain what I'm doing for a good time here? I don't know. I know that's a silly comment, right? But I don't know. I I always kind of felt a little embarrassed when I was playing it, even though it, I love something that is just fun and doesn't Mm -hmm. take itself serious. And then I love an open world simulation where you get to play in a sandbox with toys. So that's why I like Dead Rising. That's why I like Crackdowns. Why I like GTA, Uh, But never paid too much attention to Saints Row. And then when I found out that they were shooting to kind of not offend everyone, I knew that it was highly unlikely that it would be interesting in any way. Because if it's not a little bit naughty, it's not going to be interesting. No, completely agree. I'll lie, that (laughs) one. It's not not interesting.
0: Yeah, completely agree. I think we need to. Uh, we need a little bit of spice in our life, and no, that doesn't mean Stubbs and BMG. We need spice tonight. <laughs> Make it all very clear. I've, I'm already nervous as it is. <laughs> I've
3: got, I've got my, I've got Smooth Eyes Jim Ryan with me tonight, so I'm on my best
4: behavior. Don't worry. Oh, he's still there. It's weird that I'm the the well behaved one.
0: So, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, seeing as though we've I was going to move on to this and I, uh, yeah, I'm sorry guys. I did forget. Um, Modern Warfare 2 has said, been announced that there's going to have a DLC next year. It's first campaign DLC for, mm. for a, uh, a, Call of Duty game that I've ever seen personally. So BMG. Ah. Oh. Um, yeah,
3: um, yeah, it was kind of it was leaked by. let me get his name right. The Ghost of Hope, who's quite a, a popular leaker when it comes to Call of Duty games and things. Um, but yeah, it was he's kind of like leaked it, and Jason Shryers kind of stepped in as well to try to confirm it. Uh, there is planned campaign DLC for Modern Warfare Two in twenty twenty three. Yeah, it's not a surprise really. Um, thinking about it, because Modern Warfare 2, this is a two-year game. This is going to be the first time in a long time that it's not a yearly release, so they're going to have to do something to keep that player base engaged. I know the the multiplayer Warzone 2 is kind of the main thing, but um, obviously, they they must have whatever extra content, or they just want to try and drive the campaign side a bit a bit more. So, and I, and it might, you know, I suppose if you kind of really leave the the campaign expansion DLC, whatever you want to call it, till back end of next year, um, does that sort of make up for instead of a a full release with multiplayer? Maybe I don't know. Depending how big it is, is there enough? in there to to satisfy the people that played for the campaign um you know because you know we war zone 2 and the the multiplayer record, it's uh it's only going to hold people for so long the campaign most people they don't bother was it black ops four or three that scrapped the campaign
2: there was four.
0: four,
3: four, four. yeah you know they went they went with the option to scrap it because their statistics and numbers whatever analytics they've got said no one's playing it or not many people are playing it so mm. divert resources the other way and now it's like well clearly people are wanting more of a story not just the multiplayer so you know it's, it's 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 interesting um and and i do actually think i'm going to pick this one up this year um it'll be the first call of duty since black ops 2 that i played um yeah and it's only to be honest it's more you know as as everyone knows i've got i have both playstation and i have the xbox but i don't like this yearly exclusive stuff on one console even though i think well i could just get it on playstation to get all the access Mm -hmm. but all my mates play on xbox it's like even though you've got the cross-platform thing i also I, i feel like it's it wouldn't be fair. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like all this exclusive stuff from one side to the other. It's the nature of the game. It's the way it is. It's how to get people to to subscribe, buy the consoles, and that's that's the way it works. But um, I would. I would sooner uh, we didn't have that. And the fact that this is a two year game, and I don't have to wait a year for exclusive content the day the new game comes out it's uh yeah I'm, I'm all i'm all for it and i think i'm definitely gonna pick it up now it's gonna have a longer
0: cycle yeah it's especially with the two-year cycle and the fact of pay campaign dlc i mean Stubbs, what's your thoughts on that because we, we had this conversation on my first ever podcast ever on your channel over dlc did, did way yeah, we did. We had a mass. There was a massive conversation about Call of Duty on on your channel.
1: <laughs> if it, if it's not Gears, he's not listening. Actually, I think Sentinels <laughs> baited me. So just reading a hot take. I enjoyed most Call of Duty campaigns immensely, more than every Gears of War campaign, The Last of Us Two, and Death Stranding.
5: Yep, that's right.
3: Hey, you leave Death Stranded
1: alone. It's amazing. You're wrong.
4: It's awfully dull. Yeah, hey, you, you're Your friend in Luke Steele. <laughs> you get to see Norman Reedus' ass. What more do you need? See, that was the only thing carrying me on, and it wasn't
0: enough. No.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, <laughs> but, my partner's not a gamer. I'm pretty sure she'd love to see that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, it's uh, it, it, interesting. It's something I've never done before because normally you get. Um, they take three years to make a game normally, and they have one studio release a game each year. Because obviously, Call of Duty is heavily focused on multiplayer esports. Uh, sorry, esports, uh, land esports. It's a massive league. Um, Twenty To be in the franchise league of the, the Call of Duty league, I think it's $25 million per city to be in the franchise and that's before you even paid your players, your buildings, all sorts. It's fucking Call of Duty. It's not the biggest League of Legends is, but it's heavily focused on people wanting to be sports players. I mean, Mm. I think the reason the Black Ops four campaign they decided to drop it was because obviously Call of Duty can see that the stats and they can see who's playing the campaign. And I would say to this day still hardly anyone's playing it people just jump straight to multiplayer usually um but yeah it, it is great they're bringing out more dlc i mean it's like i'll be honest with like even like with fifa i mean they release a new fifa every year but come on they could just charge you for they could just charge you for the patch mm. do you know what i mean um so yeah i, I think it's great it gives the the and with that i would say that if they've got paid dlc so paid campaign dlc for next year that would also say to me that they're also going to have a whole host of new maps to buy next year too for the multiplayer it goes without saying it mm-hmm. does because you've got to keep the uh, call of duty league and the esports side going and the multiplayer side because they expect new maps etc then they'll get bored i'm not I'm just saying that they might have multiplayer maps and the story DLC, but it is interesting. It's a it's a different take, and I know this acquisition's going through. We're not going to mention that, but I don't think that's got any bearing in this case whatsoever. They must have planned to do it because it is this this new Call of Duty looks good. I mean, I tried it. But the problem is, I tried the multiplayer, I couldn't play it. Because or, I'm a gears head, yeah. But what you got to understand is when you play gears, games although if you if you were to go and in and play gears, the game probably seems very fast, and you probably get killed very fast. But compared to my, gears, is a very slow game. But compared to Call of Duty, is really bloody fast. And I was struggling; I was getting annihilated. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm used to using the shotgun in gears. And that's only going to use. It's very slow-paced. But to a, to a lot of people, gears may seem fast-paced. I, I played it recently. I was a bit rusty, but I got there in the end. But it doesn't help when they put you on American servers. really doesn't help you. That happens a lot. It, I think they do that in Halo, too, in the UK. I mean, a lot. I heard Scott from uh, Green Pass Gaming moment about that quite a lot. Quite often gets dropped onto 116 ping servers. But yeah, it's good. It, you get more value value for money out of your game, even though saying that you've got to pay more. But if if the co- the content DLC for the campaign is great, it's it's all the better. And so, how how long are they giving games now to be developed? Is how long now? Week four years?
3: Uh, yeah, I don't know because this is the first time they've done. Um...
1: A year's It's delay. normally three years, and yeah. the, the dev gets three years, but with it being two years, I mean, it's I don't know what they're doing. Who, so that, who that'll does, be four years
3: for another game. Who does Modern Warfare? Who does that it's one? Infinity Ward, isn't it? Infinity Ward, yeah. Then yeah. it's Sledgehammer, the one that's been delayed then, isn't it? Um, they were yeah. having something to do with issues or something along them lines that they've had to actually delay, again, delay a year.
1: Once my good, Sorry. If the deal ever goes through, I'm sure Microsoft will get their say on what's happening with the game, um, if that ever goes through. Uh, yeah, but it's, all I can say is it's good news if you like the game. I'm not sure mm. if I'm going to buy it, because I used to buy Call of Duty religiously, as a proper young. We had a conversation on one of my podcasts. can't remember the ins and outs of it, because I talked no end of crap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I used to buy it every year, fucking... Play it and then I barely took I used to buy 60 60 quid a year, it used to be like 70 it's 70 quid now. Um, and I barely used to touch it because I used to get wound up with like, campers, you know, you get multi to just sit there and camp in corners and stuff. And little kids that you know destroy you like legitimate 19, strategy, 20, bro. Like. Legitimate strategy. <laughs> no, it I, legitimate uh, I don't know if I'm getting it, however, if it as I say. If the deal ever passes and it ever, and it ever gets into Game Pass, I'll play it. You might, you might as well. Extra value. Mm. But yeah, yeah, it's
3: good. But I don't think you'll see more, the latest ones, Call of Duty, because obviously for the at least, as far as we know, for the first, the next three games, because obviously yeah. Sony have these deals that are in place where it can't go in any other part. they you know, got game that deal around. to twenty twenty four. Yeah. Well, it's no, it's for the next three games, wasn't it? Because it was three yeah, years but originally on a yearly release. So, yeah, but something...
1: the, the marketing deal only goes to twenty twenty four. I think it's the deals that, that allow it to be on PlayStation, right? Oh, hmm. so I thought it, I thought that it was based on the next three games, and with a, I, know, I think that's just delayed. just Phil saying that, you know, to try and keep regulators happy, we're going to keep but, the next yeah. three games on PlayStation. I don't think that's tied tied to the marketing deal. I think that ends in 2024. Right. And, that's that's probably, right, and after that, that's when they could bring it over. Yeah. If yeah. Sony hasn't snuck something else in that contract
2: mm. about
1: the <laughs> game package, who knows? 20-year no. marketing deal. <laughs> who speaking, knows? I
0: mean, <laughs> speaking on the fact of this uh, market deal.
1: Uh, Sony... hang, on, hang on. Have you asked? Sorry. Have you asked everyone? I thought I had. I thought I had. No, no. You're this there's, this there's I'm talking for too long. People. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, so I'm talking to for two... too long. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Voices merged. Sentinel.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll let you get in now.
5: Um, I mean about a DLC. I'm alright with it. I think um if it adds substantial content to the game, that's fine. You know, I'm I'm <sighs> like I'm kind of a big Call of Duty fan, but I'm not I'm not a fanatic like how some people have uh you know the Gears of War tattoo you know, on their ass. I'm not like that big of a I oh, don't do that, I like <laughs> Gears of War, but I don't have any tattoos, I never fucking will. I, not mean, Gears of War, no. No. I mean there are some that like <laughs> Gears of War so much they're like, you know, naming their kids like Marcus Phoenix and shit. I'm not I'm not really that... <laughs> You're joking. No, I'm sure really? there's people out, I'm sure there's people out wow, there that do it that. Could be right. wow. Yeah. You know, um No, I'm I mean, not that big I'm not that big of a Call of Duty fan where I'm naming, you know, my kids uh, Captain Price or any shit like that. But I do enjoy the franchise. I pretty much buy every single one of them. I don't think I bought Black Ops 4. It came with the PlayStation 4 that I got at the time. So, you know, I, I think I got a PS4 Pro and it came with it so but i i played maybe a couple rounds and i was like it just doesn't have a campaign i'm not interested but i still play a lot of multiplayer in call of duty but i didn't really start until 2019 just because battlefield v didn't i just didn't like the way that felt you know before that i was a real big battlefield guy so it was battlefield 4 it was battlefield one and then once it kind of dropped off i changed over to call of duty I think the DLC is fine if it adds substantial content, but if it was like online only, I have no interest in that, even though I'll spend so many more hours playing multiplayer. You know, I'm not I'm not one of those types that's gonna spend a hundred dollars on stuff that's only in multiplayer. There's no reason for it. You mm-hmm. know, I mean some people might like that, but even though I play a lot of multiplayer with Modern Warfare, I'm just not gonna do it. You know. So if the DLC is single player campaign stuff. That's fine, but if it's multiplayer, I got no interest in it. What happens if it's zombies? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm kind of mixed on zombies. You, you know, my wife my wife loves zombies and games. I am I'm kind of mixed. It's like in Dying Light or Dead Rising, I'm a fan. In Call of Duty, I'm ambivalent. I don't really care one way or the other.
0: Hmm.
5: Well, that's fair enough. Uh, Pest.
0: Anything uh- to add?
5: I've got so many
4: opinions on this that I'm tangled up, so I'm going to do the best I can here. Um, I think Call of Duty is getting to be an older gamer game, right? I think the younger gamers are interested in the Fortnites and stuff like that. A little, you know, Overwatch, Fortnite, that kind of thing. Uh, the average gamer age now is 35. You know, we're getting older.
5: So I think that? there's going to be
4: yeah. a huge push in PVE and campaign stuff. I think that's why when Black Ops dropped its campaign that hurt sales, they decided to bring it back or they wouldn't have, right? They wouldn't have decided to bring the campaign back.
2: That's true.
4: And it's, uh, I think, as older gamers, we're less competitive than we used to be. You know, we've got less testosterone. Our thumbs aren't as sharp. We like PVE. We like co op campaigns. Um, and then I think Warzone is going to kind of kneecap Call of Duty, right? Because you've got Warzone 2 coming out and it's, it's this free option to play call of duty multiplayer if you want to. And I expect it to pick up death match modes and stuff like that. And then the campaigns, if they want to stay relevant, they're going to have to transition to a PVE with co-op. Uh, me personally, I think the last call of duty <laughs> game I bought was ghosts, uh, and it was okay. And I played the beta for this and the multiplayer is. All right. It's just super competitive and fast. And I held my own, but I also don't want to work that hard anymore. I just want to get online and, and smash stuff with my friends and have a good time. And it's like once in a while I'll be in the mood for something competitive, but not for very long. That's why I tend to I tend to drift towards battlefield. I just recently picked up 2042 and it's significantly better than it was in the beta. And the maps are big enough that the pacing allows me to play it and not feel overly stressed or taxed. That's why I like PUBG so much, is it the pacing kind of allows me to stay interested without burning out. So uh yeah long story short i uh, i'll probably be skipping call of duty if the acquisition goes through when it comes to game pass i'll try the campaign but until they start making co-op campaigns it's not a must buy for me no matter how much dlc they tack on and let's face it most of the time dlc is crap right it's usually significantly worse than the campaign was i mean i can only think of just a couple games where i bought the dlc and wasn't let down by it uh, like Witcher Three is an example of excellent DLC, but most of the time when I buy DLC that expands the story, it's usually a generic reason reason to fight the mobs again. Like the Alan Wake expansions were awful, you know. So there's there's my hot ab- opinion on this.
0: I mean, you're talking to at least three people who play a game where the DLCs have slowly got better than the actual base game.
4: I, I would argue that the the dlc for destiny is really just uh, what should have been destiny 2 destiny 3 destiny 4 right just expansions on that like there's been huge updates to the engines and graphics and major story dumps right so oh. that's kind of a live service game a little bit different than traditional dlc like this very well is i'm gonna oh. start playing that again <laughs>
3: <laughs> the best live service fps game on the planet
4: Fortnite, I, we're not talking about Fortnite. No, not that. Do not mention that.
3: If the Jinnah hears you talking about that from XBL, Jesus Christ, we'll never be able hey, to. You it. had
4: fun on it the other day. I watched and saw. Wasn't it
3: was. It? it was. It was entertaining. For you for had a good time playing it. It was actually entertaining. But if it was, I had to choose between Fortnite or Destiny. Destiny would win hands down.
4: Well, yeah, of course. The PVE. See,
3: I'm right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly.
0: I mean, we've got five members of a six-man team here. <laughs> but speaking of destiny, tomorrow, Festival of the Lost. Ooh. Yep. Spooky season arrives in destiny. What's um, that mean? Halloween season. Well, I get to have, what's that mean for the game?
4: <laughs> Oh, we... thanks. <laughs> did, did they? Ooh, not give it away. Yeah, but put a, it? Pup, put a put a couple pumpkins around the tower and charge you five bucks. Is that what you guys do? Ooh.
0: That's exactly what happens. Now we uh, we get um, mech inspired outfits for the game. For one, ah, um, outfits. Yeah, wait, and we get a uh, season seasonal activity that is just for the next three weeks
4: okay which... i know when you started to say mechs i got very excited you he said outfits
0: I, I mean this isn't titanfall
4: <laughs> it should be that'd be a great expansion
3: oh it would be oh it would be. yeah it would be
0: But uh bmg you i know you've got very much opinionated on the outfits for one <laughs>
3: Yeah, um, well, I've I've said I've switched my class to Titan now in Destiny because my Warlock just wasn't wasn't working properly. I don't know what was going on there, but uh, situated Titans. Yeah, no, no, I hate no Hunters. Hunters, I hate. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Titans. I don't mind. Hunters. I don't like. Um. So, so I started again. I've done all the base stuff. I'm just starting the DLC. But yeah, Festival of Lost dropping on Tuesday. Um over here, I think it's about four o'clock in the afternoon, somewhere around there, it actually goes live. Um they do out the tower, um, where they have all spooky stuff and treats you can get, trick-or-treats, the new emotes and things like that, outfits and and you know, cosmetics is, is the main thing. Um and then they do like a a small seasonal story bit where you've you've got to run through the same thing repeatedly to get Better weapons, higher light level. You know, you're always working to increase. Um, but what they're introducing this year, um, which they introduced with the solstice summer summer solstice that they just done with the heroes. Um, usually, you get store a little bit of a story content, a bit of a little like a free battle pass thing. You you work out, fill out, get some goodies. And this year they're doing that, but then they're offering a one on premium one on top of that. So you can get even better goodies, uh, premium cost, um, which is uh, I will not be doing. I don't agree with that. Um, I like the battle pass. You know, I progress quite nicely through it, but I don't want to be then buying a second battle pass that lasts for three weeks that's at nearly the same price. In fact, actually, it is the same price. You know, it's a uh, thousand silver, which is about six ninety nine, I think, roughly. Um Something like that. Yeah, it just seems that they're trying to add these things in, which you know they offer a couple of different things that you can't get on the free pass. But it's almost like they're trying to like nickel and dime you, if you will, to get that extra few quid out of you where they can. And um, mm. I'm not, I, I, that I don't agree with. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like feel feeling like. I have to spend money to be in with everyone else.
0: No, I completely understand that one. It's um, trying to shake the consumer of every last bit of dollar they
5: have.
3: But I say that, but I spent silver on getting a new ghost that's uh, got the lunar moon round it. I've also got a ship that's like a giant bat. I've got armour that's all black with red eyes, so... I think I'm just part of the problem. All in. Yeah, all. And that, I mean, you've
0: got last year's uh, skeleton. Was it last year's or the year before's skeleton outfit?
3: Yeah, I've got the fiery pumpkins, the ghostly manoeuvrings that you do. Yeah, I think I'm part of the problem more than more <laughs> than anything.
0: Uh, Stubbs, your thoughts on uh, spooky season in Destiny?
1: Um, I'm not really up with the news, to be honest. Um, I do remember. I do remember when active, when it was under Activision and it was like, buy everything, can't earn shit. And then they had, they had the same with the winter thing. Um, I'm going to have to have a look, to be honest. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't really looked at that Destiny stuff. I haven't. Uh, I thought I'd just win it on a destiny topic, to be honest. <laughs> 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 okay. A lot, a lot, pe- a lot, of people have actually asked, though. Um, you know, I've seen of, like, a fair
3: few comments in the destiny community side of stuff, um, why they they don't drop the number two and just go to destiny. And the reason that is, Activision actually own the name destiny. They can't mm. drop the two. But when that comes under Microsoft, maybe a deal could be worked out between Sony, Bungie, with Microsoft Xbox to maybe allow them to do that, which would make more sense. Do you mean
0: PlayStation?
3: No, because Sony on PlayStation.
0: Yeah, okay. You said
3: so the PlayStation Xbox. made the deals. So, you know, yeah, Sony, PlayStation, I try and get it off Microsoft Xbox. Microsoft, oh, yeah. and a yeah. to to own it. yes, yeah. there's a, there's a, I don't know if you know, there's this very <laughs> small, minute deal going on currently. It's absolutely there's tiny, every show going possible. Um, you know, this small company called Microsoft are looking to acquire an even smaller place <laughs> called um, Activision Blizzard King. Um, you might not have heard of it.
0: Oh, I have heard of it, just very
1: I'm I just tried. looking at... I'm looking it up, and it doesn't say that they still own that Destiny IP. Since they handed it back. No, they, they handed the the actual game,
3: what they've got is back, but not the actual, just the name Destiny. They can't use just Destiny. There was an interview... I'll, I'll have to try and see if I can dig it out, where yeah. there was an interview um, a while back, why... They weren't using the name Destiny, and it was to do with the um, Activision actually having the rights to the name Destiny. They don't have the rights to the IP, as in everything that's involved and where it goes, story, and all that stuff, but just the name Destiny Activision have. I'll try and find it, well, I won't okay. do it right now, but I will try and find
5: it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Sentinel, how can we uh, have you got any opinions?
5: I mean, I haven't really played Destiny since the first one. Well, I mean, I played Destiny 2 when it first came out, when it was like super vanilla. And um, I mean, I, you know, I thought it was real bare bones. I didn't finish it, obviously. I did play the first one extensively and I bought the expansions. Um, you know, so I was a fan of the Destiny franchise back in the day. I have been thinking about getting into Destiny 2. I've heard a lot of people, you know, really like it and I liked, you know, like you throughout Fortnite earlier. I do feel that that Destiny is a better has a better feel to it than Fortnite. You know, um it's like with Fortnite you feel like, you know, you're in a cartoon fighting to the death with like Bugs Bunny and all this other shit. But with Destiny <laughs> 2, you know, with Destiny 2, I mean, you can feel how much the developers actually care about it. And, you know, they've been putting all this work in and giving the fans of this franchise so much content, you know. Mm. And I think, um, you know, I've always wanted to go back to Destiny 2, especially after they added all this stuff, just because I love the aesthetics and the feel of the game, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, you're
0: always welcome to join the clan, and we'll, we'll play along with you. Right,
5: right. Well, no yeah, numbers. it's just, well, no you know. Buzz. Well, was... and, and It's just like, uh, it's you know, like, um, there are certain games that I've been meaning to play. It's, I wouldn't say it's in my backlog, I would say like the multiplayer backlog is kind of different from the single player backlog, you know, because multi it's like you might play single player a campaign and you just burn through it in a couple of days, but with multiplayer, you know, you can do an hour here, two hours there like every other day and gradually get used to it and eventually it becomes part of your regular routine. So I think Destiny 2 is pretty high in my multiplayer backlog, if you want to call it that, just because that's something I want to, you know, start playing a little more and get used to because I enjoyed yeah. the first one, you know?
0: I mean, I've got to admit the, the first one, like the vanilla game of that, was very much similar to the, the launch of Destiny 2, but we won't get into that right now. Well,
4: yeah. Pets? do you have anything to add uh not a ton i have i played destiny 2 when it launched i went through the story that the game launched with um am, am i confused or did it seem like they wanted you to rebuy that game over and over again like 50 bucks and you got the new content right am i confused mm. about that
0: no that that's about right yeah
4: that was a big turnoff for me um but overall i i like what bungie makes I, I enjoyed the game even though i found it like at some point it becomes grinding for light level or it used to uh and that wasn't as interesting but hearing you guys talk about it and be excited about it and it's infectious it has interested me in in going back to that game so i probably will download it and try it again just hearing you guys talk about it, it's kind of making me want to play it
3: the the grind. The grind's not really. I have not found it that that bad. I would like to say, because I've I started my character, the warlock that I had right at the start of Destiny, Destiny Two, and I've stuck with the same character and I've just kind of hit a brick wall and couldn't go anywhere. But I think that's generally there was an issue with the the character. I'm not too sure. Um, but I was starting again. And actually seeing how they've reworked, how they guide you through to the before you hit the first campaign um, and all the content that's included. It's just the offer so much for free. And this is all for free. You know, I've literally just started paid content. But all the stuff that they've added gave for free has got me to like level 1580. Without, mm. without grinding to the point where I'm going to bash my head against a wall. Um, next to no grinding, um, enjoyable, really hard fun. Uh, the way they've reworked the mechanics, how they um, kind of explain stuff that happened on the sunsetted content is really good. Um, but it's like I, I just, I've got that many games to play, and I just think I just want to do a bit more in Destiny. Just a bit more, just a bit more, just a bit more, and... Before you know it, I've just put about three, four hours into, it, and it's like mm, I can't be bothered playing
4: anything else now. But, and yeah. I think a part of it is I was so underwhelmed when Destiny first came out. Is I, my expectations were crazy high, right, <laughs> for what they had kind of promised, and it was Bungie, and they were making the game they always wanted to make, and I, and it was a very small game, really, and you played the same content over and over again. So it, I've yeah. kind of always had that taste in my mouth. Where it's almost damaged it a little bit, like many people for Anthem or something, Uh, but I don't know. I'll I'll definitely try it again and see where it goes.
5: I do want to point something out. Um, I know, you know, uh, Friendly Pest was talking about um, when it first came out. It was you know one type of game, but since then it's become another. And you you gotta wonder if um, Bungie was kind of, you know, because they were under Activision when it released. So you gotta wonder if. Activision's oppressive nature that they have there was negatively affecting Bungie and its developers. And since they've gotten free from them, they've been um, more able to really make this game flourish. Mm. See, Bungie have always had a
1: problem. They always blame... It. Bungie have always been like that. They went to Microsoft. They all put... Bad Microsoft. I think it was bad Activision now they're with playstation things seem to be going well but it i would say it's a mixture of both i would a lot of the monetization methods were activision but it took them a long time after they came out of activision to change their ways yeah they were still doing stuff they claimed they were going to stop and they weren't under Activision. they kept doing it so i think it's a mixture of both but they seem to be on the right path now you keep yeah. gamers happy, you will keep getting money. That's the get of the game, and they seem to be on that path now. They do finally. T- nearly ten years later. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry, I'm just looking at chat there.
2: Does? <laughs> oh oh, 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 I love you, Daz. You're awesome. Oh. I was going to say,
0: yeah. welcome. Uh, can we just
3: welcome, welcome UK, Taz. Taz. how's it going, like, Dazzy baby? Yeah, it's it's good that they've got they've got out from under Activision because I think they would have just they would have just killed it off. Dest- Vanilla Destiny Two, awful game, and it was awful. Uh, I'm a Destiny fan. I love Destiny, and it was absolutely the the dogs. It was crap. It, was, it shouldn't have shouldn't have even it, what they released should have never come out at a full price game. But how they progressed it. And since leaving Activision, where they've gone in the direction they've gone, there's just that much on offer to do and all these lore and things that you're chasing and tiles you're chasing. There's always something to, you never left with go getting into the game and going, I have nothing to do. You would have to play the game near enough 24 seven for about three or four years to be able to stand there and go, there's physically nothing more I can do in this game.
0: Yeah. It's, it's very much that, like that now I mean we, me and you BMG played it at the very beginning together and me and you just went that's already over oh. I feel che- like this che-
3: of- sorry but, uh, cheers um, UK Dazzlers for the sub cheers mate thank you much appreciated you gorgeous so,
0: beast you I've got to admit <laughs> <laughs> I mean uh, but yeah me and you played it at the beginning and we were like this is already over and then we played the next DLC, which was uh, Curse of Osiris, and
2: yeah.
0: it was like that's None of this is making sense. No, Isn't that was
4: that the one where you went through like a big vex thing trying to find was, a guy. Yeah. See, I played that one. I played that, that too. That was under Activision. That and the Warmind was it
0: Warmind? Warmind DLC, yeah.
3: Yeah. You know what? I, I played Warmind also. Man, yeah. I played more than I thought. See, they they were both under Activision. It was quick cash grabs, get them out there, and they weren't good. They really weren't good. But after that, once they got out of under Activision, they kind of just went in their own direction, doing their own thing, constantly work, you know, listening to the community, working with them, trying to come up with ways to make things better, quality of life stuff. And um, they've made huge improvements. There's such so much more coming. The new expansion comes in February. Um, but there's so much more coming to the um, just quality of life things and stuff that makes things easier and help people that aren't are coming into Destiny and they're not don't have a clue what to do. It's overwhelming. Um, they're actually designing things for groups where people actually jump in, and say, "Look, join me. I'll guide you through it." And you know, and it's 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 a good thing. Um, and it's 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 only going to get better. And now. Being under Sony, PlayStation, because they're not part of PlayStation Studios, they are running independently, um, they've now got that blanket of uh, security and they don't have to think, well, you know, we're going to run out of money if we do this, we're going to run out of money if we do that. They're going to have more of that freedom to do more. You know, it's going to take a bit of time to see the, you know, the fruit of it all because Things don't just happen overnight, you know, but it's going to be interesting to see where the future goes. They're already planning the next 10 years of Destiny, so yeah, it's, it's, a,
0: Exciting it's
3: a bright future. Oh, yes. But everyone come and play. Destiny is the superior live service FPS game on the planet, and uh, I can't recommend it high enough.
0: Oh, I, I, I've got to agree that It's such an amazing game. I, I can't, no matter how many times I've got angry at it, I always end up back there. But i have no idea just, i've just, just
3: glanced at chat and watched it. Oh my what a God. comment
0: oh. um, i'm sorry i'm going to have to do that but, oh. uh, you're getting it in the next night stuff aren't you
1: You've never been in the you've never been in the DM. This ain't this is nothing, mate. Oh, this this is tame. <laughs> this is tame. This is tame.
0: I'll have to I'll have to jump in at some point. But... Oh,
1: it's an invite only exclusive club. That's Daz. Yeah, follow, Make, make so sure often. you follow
3: him on Twitter. Yeah, you'll see some very interesting things pop up on there. I, I will. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> but um,
0: seeing as that we've. we've seem to have come to the end of that conversation um i think that we should really talk about starfield and the uh questions from the community that todd howard's actually answered so i think personally uh pest i think you should start on this one
4: Uh, i'll need to know what todd howard said yeah i don't know either uh, but the, the, if, if you
3: look to the topics, he's actually in there. The link is in there. Pretty much, he's, um, he's come out. Uh, there was an interview. Uh, they kind of gave a bit of a an idea of what sort of way they're going, what's going to be in the game. Um, they sort of class it as hard sci-fi, um, 250,000 lines of dialogue, um, they've kind of reworked how they're going to do the space travel. Um, you know, they've sort they've sort of said um, they, they were doing some of the testing where they were just flying through space. They run out of fuel for the hyperdrive and the engines, and that's it's game over because you can't do anything and go anywhere. So they've kind of reworked it where now you will fly through space, but if you've only got X amount of fuel or a certain design of engine, you can only travel so far. Think uh, No Man's Sky esque, right? Seems yeah. Everyone, everyone seems to relate it that way, and mm. they're going back to the um, very classic Bethesda dialogue where you're pretty much have the character on the screen and you pick your choice of your dialogue that you're going for instead of this over over the shoulder.
2: Mm.
0: I mean, uh, but the, the fact that he's had he's had, he's literally reading quantum physics. Just to try and make the game
2: sound, sound yeah. better. It's okay. a game.
3: It's a, yeah. It's a game that kind of has been working. he's always had plans for years where you're pulling space towards you to move forward, and you know things things like that.
2: Mm. I, I'll,
4: I'll say right now, I've kind of okay with the idea of running out of fuel in space. I think that would. You would probably only do that one time before you learned your lesson, so that would have been pretty cool, and maybe just modify the save system so you could roll back your save if you really didn't want to punish players. You don't want that to happen 100 hours in, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't really care um, too much what Todd's going to say between now and release. I'm very interested in the game, uh, but I think Todd has a little bit of that Peter Molyneux effect. Well, I'm going to have to wait and see what the game actually is and not listen to anything he has to say the game's going to be until it shows up. I'm very interested in Starfield, um, but I'm also trying to avoid information on it. I want to be surprised mm. by whatever I see. I don't want to set expectations for something it doesn't become, uh, but I'm very interested. I, I think, hopefully, fingers crossed, it's a really cool game.
2: Mm.
3: Todd,
4: Todd, Todd Howard
3: is an amazing man with a voice of an angel. I'm oh, don't get me wrong.
4: I'll, I'll buy anything <laughs> he tells me to buy, right? Just yeah. like Peter Molyneux. He'd get on stage, and I would buy whatever bullshit that man said. You know what I mean? It fooled me every time. He could always get me excited about a game. Great salesman. I yep. love it. And, That's uh, it.
3: Yeah, agreed. agreed. I can't
4: help it. I can't help it. I'm dumb. I watch it I'm like, oh man, this is amazing. I'm buying this. And it's nothing like what it was supposed to be, but they were still great games. So, kind of learned.
0: I mean, to say that I've uh, only just realized that one of my childhood games was actually made by Peter Mo- Molyneux's team. I didn't realize he was from Bullfrog.
4: <laughs>
3: Which game
0: yeah, would yeah. that have been? Uh,
3: Populous. Oh, yeah. popular yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus,
5: yeah.
0: Central, do you have anything to say on uh, Starfield?
5: I'm looking forward to Starfield. Um, I mean, I'm kind of a a little bit of a science guy, so um, I think running out... A lot of people don't realize, well, you can't really run out of fuel in space if you're out away from planets, because the reason why ships run out of fuel is because you're fighting against one gravitational field or another. So if you're away from planets where their gravity is minimal you could turn on your engine for, like, 30 seconds, get up to speed, and just turn it off. And you'd pretty much drift for, like, 50,000 miles. Mm. You know, because there's no gravity out there, so you're just flying in space. And it, it seems like, I mean, if you, if he's trying to make it super realistic, I mean, maybe you'll have it on the engine for, like, 60 seconds and then cut it off. But having it, having it on all the time isn't really realistic.
4: What if the engine folds space, right, as oh. it's moving along? And then when it runs out of fuel, you can't fold space no more, bro. I mean... Yeah.
5: I mean, but it's like even with an engine, you can't really fold space that requires different types of technology.
4: That's why it runs out of fuel, though. See,
5: yeah, I'm not trying to be a you know, a science dork or anything, but I studied it a lot, you know, before. So it's just, you know, it's like it's great though that he's taken a lot of this stuff into consideration. Um, you know, whenever he puts together Starfield, but I think you got to draw the line between. Um, striving for realism and understanding that some people aren't going to want to run out of space eighty thousand miles away from the nearest planet. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's going to suck because you're going to have a Tony Stark situation. You know, where you're stuck in space and you need someone to come rescue you. Hmm. Oh God, it's 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 kind of like, um, you know, with with Fallout. It's like the nice thing is it takes a lot of liberties with realism. And with stuff that would actually happen in you know in the real world, um, if there was a if there was a nuclear apocalypse, and um, while it's interesting to hear they're trying to make some elements of Starfield a little more realistic, you know I just kind of hope they lean more towards taking more creative liberties with how science works. Mm. It's just my personal opinion. I am, with that being said, though, I am very much looking forward to Starfield. It's. Probably one of my most anticipated games next year. So I am looking forward to it very much. Uh, I've got to agree with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll
4: things. tell you, I'll tell you where I draw the line on like science or whatever, if you want to go that route, just real briefly. Is it so long as a game follows its own rules, yeah. So long as the, the plot doesn't modify what should happen to make something work out, you know what I mean? That plot armor effect or whatever. Yes. Uh, yes. So I'm pretty okay with anything so long as it follows its own rules, right? Mm.
5: That's but, acceptable.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think we've for the last uh, for years, I think a lot of games have been str- struggling between that balance between realism and heroism. Personally, yep. and we're still we're still trying to find that
5: balance. You see that all the time in shooters too, you know.
2: Mm.
5: You know, well. Uh, BMG,
0: you do you have
3: anything to add? I just told you all about it.
0: Okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, no.
3: But they also, um, also with um, within that, the um, I don't know if anyone, if 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 you have seen bits on it, you haven't. I don't know. Um, but the sort of, there's um, introducing when you're building your character, like traits. You know, you can you like you sort of class things, your traits that you can go with. Some traits come with negative traits. Um, but well, they've sort of turned around and said, depending the path you take, what you go with through the game, you can actually get rid of these um negative traits and uh and change them for something else, whether it's that's through quests or things like that. I don't know. Um, but no, I'm interested. Starfield's been on my radar for a while. Um, was I a bit disappointed that you can't do plant, uh, you know planet surface to space in like no man's sky mm, slightly is it a deal breaker not at all um i like the idea that you can get a crew you can uh, you know you can acquire a crew to run the ship and you could be going through space and come away from the controls like a bit like and star sizzling and start Walking around your ship and interact with the characters, and then jump back in and go where you're going to go. So, um, I like the idea of that, and I do believe we're about a, was it a thousand planets? I think I, you know, I'm sure I said something about a thousand planets. So, no, I know I'm. I'm interested. Re- Starfield is going to be my next RPG. Um, mm. that I'm really looking forward to. I do like sci-fi. I do like that
5: um, Star Trek esque um, type game did they um, um did they say anything about being able to mine those planets
3: uh yeah you'll be you'll be able to get like resources and things they did a um a video at the last um oh what do you call it last E3 showcase the Xbox showcase where they were showing gameplay off and yes you can go down to planets you can mine materials and things um to change your ship. You can actually modify your ship and actually physically change it to look how you want and do what you want, basically.
5: I'm wondering if uh, the purpose of all of those planets isn't mostly for the mining aspect.
3: Yeah. The campaign, the, he has come out and said the campaign would take, yeah, I think it's 40 hours. If you were just to mainline it, not do any side quests or anything like that, and uh, just do the um, actual campaign story, it'd be about 40 hours. And I think Skyrim was less, and people are still playing Skyrim now. Ten years still later,
5: I'm still buying it. I'm still buying it. <laughs> still what, buying it, it. what was it for? Uh, what was it for? Fallout Four? Do you remember how the hour amount? I don't um, know. No idea for Fallout. Because like was... with Fallout Four, I could get lost in that game for a hundred hours doing all types of side quests, and there's still stuff to do.
0: And that's and most of that is just the, uh... <laughs> I've forgot what it's called now. Where you're just playing with your you, areas that you are, but yeah, base building. That's there we go. Yeah, so that's,
3: that's the point in an RPG, though, isn't it? It's all about it's not just about doing that one, the main story. It's nice to have a path to go down that heads you in a direction to an end, um, and that's good. It's not about the end, it's about how you get there. And you know, you take Skyrim, you know you sort of get an idea of what you're doing. But as you go along, these crazy things happen and people run up to you. Oh, someone's burning, go and save them, blah, blah, blah. You know, and, and you just get lost into these things and eventually find your way back onto the story. You know, that's that's what these games do. Fallout's the same. You know, you just get lost in these games, in doing the side stuff and and seeing what happens and how it affects the game before, you know. If, if you're just going to do a playing RPG for just the main main line it's like it's quite a waste of what's there and the potentials there and the stories and the experiences you
5: can have it's I think that's one that's going to be one of the biggest things that draws people to Starfield you know it's just yeah. how much how much you can just get lost in it and you know you don't even have to do the main side quest necessarily all the time there'll be so much additional stuff for you to do
0: yeah i think I think that's what Bethesda have got down is is the fact that you can just get lost in their worlds. Yeah. Finding out different little bits of lore, but Stubbs, you've been very quiet.
1: Yes, um uh Bethesda. Well, whatever. Um <laughs> I I sat on midbeat gaming for a long time and I said it when when Bethesda <laughs> came out on stage and they announced it was coming out. Uh, what year was it? Last year, this year, last this year. Well, when they well, made the big announcement about Starfield, I said yeah. on the podcast straight after, that fucker's not ready. It's not coming out till year after. And I'll be honest, I don't even know if it's going to come out next year. I think, I think you're looking at probably if it does come out, you're looking at November, December release, if it does come out because although everyone loves Todd Howard he's a PR guy and he 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 hypes stuff up so the problem is you can't get too hyped up in what he says because he creates a reality where it, it will never live up to what he's telling you it's going to be that's what that's what he does it won't be as good as you think it's going to be
4: be full How of bugs like How normal. How dare you? How dare
1: you? It's what it's what he does. <laughs> he's he's very I don't know why Xbox bought Bethesda. Fallout seventy six, don't uh, forget it. That's, that's that's why they bought them.
5: <laughs> yep, that's probably why The Spider
1: Survived <laughs>
3: BMG. You I I just can't believe these horrible, awful things you're saying about our Lord well, and Saviour Todd good. Howard.
1: The game could like, be amazing. It could be amazing, better than, but the, better than. The graphics, the, graphic, yeah. the graphics we've seen in that kind of trailer will be nothing like what you'll see. How <laughs> nothing how, like it? How worse. how
3: can we drag Gears of War story out? I over five games.
4: Six, well, ten, ten. that's easy. You have you have three games with pretty good story, and then it goes downhill from there.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I can't oh, argue with that yeah.
4: actually. We we thought we
3: there killed guys, all that's,
1: the... that's messed you up because the original trinity's better than this four or five. Um, I play I played them all and
3: I really wouldn't be bothered if gears went away and never came back again. Well, then just, just uh, to, to I just disagree with like you things. there.
5: I'm gonna say something that's probably gonna hurt Stubbs' feelings, but um, that's I, okay. I turned on. You know, I put on uh, Spotify on a nothing-but-metal playlist. I completely muted the volume of the game, played straight straight through it, and I don't think I missed anything, all three. (laughs) The first three, you didn't pay attention to the story? I did the first time. I realized what it was. So, um, with the first game. The the second two, I said, nope, I just put the, uh, you know, I think I had the subtitles on. I just put on some Spotify, and I just plowed through it. I didn't really pay attention.
0: I'm really sorry, Stubbs, but... um... Gears of War is basically gritty Halo 1, 2, and 3.
5: Pretty much.
2: <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you get
0: for talking about Todd Howard. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. No, I mean, I think the um, Destiny. <laughs> well, no, sorry. I think that, yes, Todd Howard is a hype man, but. I think personally that uh, the bugs actually make the make the Bethesda games better. Personally,
2: <laughs> yeah. you've got.
1: No, you no. He didn't you. Yeah. Yeah, you no, kick you. did. not kick you. By the way, I removed myself. I remember. I'm not the host, so I can't let myself <laughs> back in. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's the thing. Is Todd Howard's
3: like like Peter Molineux and stuff like that, they're like a visionary for these games. They've got an idea what they want to do, what they want to achieve, and sometimes they just can't live up to that.
1: And it's just a reality. I, but, I do believe, though, that if Microsoft never acquired Bethesda, though, you wouldn't ever be seeing Starfield. Because... I disagree. No, because what happened was, if you look into it, um, Max Online, who owned... Zeni Max that owned... Bethesda, from what I understand, was giving them fuck all money to work on games. That's why you got that's why you got F- Fallout seventy six and it was released in a pathetic state because they wanted more more and more money. They wanted to make money, they didn't want to spend invest millions upon millions. They they were trying to suck it dry. That's you would never have got Starfield. And it made
2: in
4: about six years' time. I mean, they were looking for a buyer, right? And and maybe if it hadn't got bought, then the scope of the game would be reduced. But I st- I still think they released the game, uh, and I also think it's going to look like the trailers say, trailers say it's going to look. Um, oh, I, I think I think those looked like in game. I, I I think it'll be close to that. I don't uh, now what the actual performance metrics will be. Who knows? But I do I do think it'll look uh, good the
1: FPS. Just annoying you.
4: Gears, please not thirty. I'll play it on PC. Yeah. Don't make me do it. I'll play it on PC. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're not. Night to you. You. We need to bring that subject up. Let's argue about frame rates for a while. It, also, that's Gears that Six order. should go back. Gears Six should go back to what made Gears One good. It should be a survival horror.
1: I actually do believe they should make an off spin of the Gears franchise where um, you actually play as the Locust. All the characters uh, are and the, played and by and The enemy. There's loads, loads loads of ideas out there. I mean, if Coalition were to go on to certain YouTubers that I know, like SAS Shadows, he's got tons of ideas for game modes, all sorts you could do, and there is so much scope and lore in the universe, because everyone thinks that Gears of War is one long war, and it's not. They're multiple different wars, pendulum wars, all sorts. It's not all the same, but um... There's more scope th- th- than it seems, but I think the problem is Microsoft because Halo is the Halo is their flagship game. I believe that half the money that Gear's is meant to get, they give it to they give it to three four three and 343's pissed it down the toilet. Yeah,
0: <laughs> there you go, Coalition, you can have it. <laughs>
4: I'm I'm all for well, that. I, have... I do think three four three is a, a terrible record when it comes to actually executing on what, what? they want to deliver.
5: Which studio made um, *Gears of War: Judgment*?
1: Oh, um, it wasn't. Oh, uh, that's.
4: It wasn't Epic, was it? It was somebody else, right?
1: No, it's that stupid studio. See, it was called at the time. It was called. It's that's as uh, people can fly. Right. Right. Outriders. So. They haven't learned a lot since, in my opinion, they haven't learned much since. since that Gears game was since, okay. Like, that game, like. that wasn't as bad as everybody thought it was. It wasn't as good as the other Gears, and I think they, they overestimated. I don't know why they called like themselves. Rare. Yeah, I don't know why they called themselves a Triple A studio. The making that game was not triple A you lot of Gears it, Judgment was a AAA, AAA game. I don't even think that was? If if you look at a lot of the weaponry in 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 Outriders, did they nick the guns? The Hammer of Dawn is in Outriders. They've just renamed it. A lot of the a lot of the guns and gears are I mean I in, are in uh, Outriders too. They just renamed them all. Yeah. It's a pretty I I
4: liked Outriders. I thought it was a bit rinse and repeat and then the story was way more interesting than the resolution for the story. But overall I liked that game. That was a good co-op route.
0: Didn't enjoy it. Thinking about getting back into it because I have heard it's got better, but it's yeah. it kinda
4: you go to these places and do the same thing over and over there's again. There is rumors, there's rumors it, but...
1: that Microsoft, sorry, there was rumors that Microsoft should um cut a deal with them and let them work on a gears IP or something, you know, like not buy them, just just you know, um let them make a offshoot of gears or something. I was like, I don't know well, about that. Well, there's there's the gears run. before spin off, right? Yeah. You have them work on it, yeah. Hmm. They can make a spin. Well, they, see, gears of all judgment isn't actually mainline and isn't mainline gears. It doesn't it doesn't. It has nothing to do with the actual main one, two, three, even four, five. It, it's completely different. Mm. See, people it's can a, fly. They're people. struggling
3: at the moment because they've they've just lost yeah. their publisher for their game because Take Two have dropped them, haven't they? Mm-hmm. They keep the IP, but they've got to pay back everything that they was given for development. So at the moment, they've got a game without a publisher.
1: PlayStation's gonna pick them up. PlayStation will pick them yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good, good idea because it would be a small acquisition too.
5: Yeah. So
1: it wouldn't go through all your normal regulators. Because from what no. I understand, to go through regulators Regulatory after I listened to Luke Steele on uh Green Pass Gaming, uh, to go through like CMA or something, you have to generate at least 70 million pounds worth of business sales in the UK. Well, that yeah. outriders calls that in the UK or anywhere, it, it, it would slip through the net. I don't even think the FTC would investigate
5: it. Well, Outriders is like focused on co op, right? Yes, 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 that's yeah. why and, I didn't and- go on with it. Yeah, and that's one of PlayStation's biggest um, weaknesses right now, multiplayer slash co-op. So they need something in the PlayStation house that is going to be strong, and they'll invest in them because they can grow over time.
4: It'd be a good buy. I think it's a game with a lot of potential, especially if it became exclusive to a platform like PlayStation would likely do to it. Then that would immediately bring an audience that's interested because it's exclusive. And if they continue to build out the game, it could be a winner pretty quick.
0: Right. Yep, that's a good point. I mean, BMGs, you have anything to add? You've surprisingly gone quiet. So, uh, what what was we talking about? We were talking about
3: Outriders. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just, all yeah. No, like I said, the Outriders I only briefly played. Um, It was all right, it was a bit buggy. It's still a game that's still on Game Pass, and it's probably worth jumping back into, but. You know, the mid development of the current game and they've just lost take two as the publisher. So is that because there's something wrong with what they're doing? Um, is it all, not to par with what they're expecting? Is that are they behind not hitting um, benchmarks, deadlines and stuff like that? Um mm-hmm. To be honest, you, you could give them, the, give them the Gears franchise for all I care because it's, um, <laughs> it's it's got to be gonna be more exciting than doing the same thing for like six, seven games or however many there are now. Uh, six
0: Gears games. Oh,
3: God, the yeah. six, six, you... six. games of buddy things coming out in levers out of the floor. Jesus wrong. Christ. You're wrong.
1: You're wrong. The seven. Oh.
0: Seven?
1: If you include Gears Tactics, there's seven.
0: I wasn't including There's two, going yeah. to be
1: board, there's going to be board games and all sorts soon. card games and all sorts soon. There's going to be. Oh
0: no, we're going to have to play it. Okay. I'm so, I'm
4: with you, Stubbs. I think yours is an underrated franchise. I think it's got a lot of potential.
1: So I kept I listening to over you talk about the publisher of Outriders, and I don't know what you lot are on about, but 2K isn't the publisher. It's two, it's, it's, where two. it's Europe. No, so no, it's, no,
3: no, no. No, 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 no. Um, the um, People Can Fly are currently making a new game. Um, the pers- the company that's publishing it is um, Take-Two, the rock star. Oh, game.
1: for a U- game. Game. Sorry. I yeah, you guys, sorry. Yeah, but
3: Take-Two have, have dropped them and said you can keep the IP, pay us back everything that we've given you, and we go our separate ways. Oh. But the reason why is not known. No one knows why this has happened. So I think that's kind of put them in a tight spot. Will they? Yeah. We'll do, yeah. It's, 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 it's a lot of this money's already been spent. So it's like, what the hell are they going to do to pay back and try and move forward and find <laughs> someone else? And it's not like Take Two to dro- just drop it like that. It seems to us, obviously, from consumer point of view, it was it was out of the blue dropped. And publicly announced, so it'd be interesting to see where they go. But like I say, give them, give them whatever, give them Gears franchise. They, they can't do any worse than the Coalition, that's for sure.
1: Jeez,
3: <laughs> okay, now one of one of <laughs> Xbox's top
1: tier studios. It is the top tier. Yes.
3: You know, we need a studio like Naughty Dog. Uh, you know, proper triple A class. I mean, I'll be studio. honest.
1: If you if you let Coalition Although I do love Gears. If you let the Coalition loose on a br- and, and to come up with a brand new IP, I do believe that they could come up with something on the level of God of War. I'd I believe do they've got do new IP. They've got that kind of talent. They have. After, God of War is to... overrated.
3: No. Yeah, yeah, I, only use, I, I only
1: use that. that. I only use God of War as its a, a well renowned game as being one of the best games on a console. But it's not. That's why. But it's not.
3: it's, it's Xbox. Explo- you-
1: you go back and play the original games,
3: the, the games they had some only really 2018 pieces, but 2018's that everyone's like, Oh, this is it, the, you know, all God of War's amazing. But you go back and play some of the so I played them oh, all, sorry, and I they are you said awful. 2018. Yeah, uh, 2018, 2018, but Xbox but... hasn't
1: actually got a game that can compare compete with it, they've got nothing. Quantum, Quantum right? I think a lot of that's just hype. But I mean, Naughty
4: Dog wouldn't be a great fit with Microsoft because they release well polished no. games that are complete. No, you don't need that in the Microsoft family. We like these games showing up kind of busted and then growing into themselves. Wow.
2: <laughs> there
1: we go.
3: I'd, I'd love to see Coalition actually make a new IP. What they can do and how talented they are, oh, I just okay. think they're being wasted. Just I churning didn't... out the same game over again and again and again. Oh, we thought we we thought we defeated them, but we were wrong. They're back again. <laughs> what?
1: You're you're my grandma. I have to, ex- I have to explain it to you. Dude, I? spoilers, bro. I'm not saying. Not oh, saying. Sh- yeah, no, no.
3: Let's, but no. Let's I give, give although I do
1: love gears. Uh, they would would make an, an outstanding new IP. They really would. Superman game. But the we problem, need, is, do a the problem game. is, though, because of in interviews, the way the studios come out and speaking to like they were never forced to make gears, they were called Black Tusk Studios, and they went all in on gears. And now, the, the, if you don't get coalition, coalition studios, the coalition governments for the on planet series, part of the gears universe, all the interviews I've read for the top people suggests that they're doing nothing but gears and they've got no interest of moving on to any other ip
5: yeah and that's a waste but, of that studio yeah complete waste but
1: as as pest said they could also make yeah, a right. very even if they made a new ip they could make a very good survival horror game they could you know well, what I, mean, would... I don't
4: i don't necessarily think they should abandon gears because i think new ips are hard to get people interested in and you got to get it's, on your second and third
1: game before it's people high pay risk. Attention. Well, it's high risk because PlayStation have got a lot of games, but not every PlayStation exclusive hits a lot of them miss. It doesn't have to be
4: a new IP, though. It doesn't have to
5: be a new IP.
1: There's a
4: reason people what make sequels thing? because you have that invested audience from the first game that's gonna buy the mm. next one probably. It's, you don't have to earn every buyer. You know what I mean? That's true. But I do think they need to switch to more of a survivor horror aspect of gears. I think there's a lot of opportunity gritty there. Days. If they stop the fighting gritty, gritty. stop fighting robots. They're not fun to fight. They're not interesting. Oh, fucking do yes. a prequel, right go back to survivor horror, make it super gritty. I, I mm. think you could have fun with that. But I think there's Halo should of... do that too. I think Halo should go be slower and more serious and brutal and dark and run on
1: Unreal. So There's loads of holes there is in like Gears 4 and Gears 5. There's holes where you're playing the game and something comes up and it's never explained and you have to go and look it up. And sometimes you can't find what happened. But there's loads of holes in lore where if you go online you can find it. But they could explore a lot of them games. They, they could explore a lot more. They could do a survival horror version of the game. I wish they would where you're the fucking Locust or something. I don't, I don't have humans. any interest in being Locust because they're... I don't know. The characters are super...
2: Did The characters are
4: super unattractive, right? It'd be hard it to over- get right? emotionally attached to any of them, and that emotional attachment to characters mm-hmm. is oh, yeah. what drives me through a lot of campaigns. But I think you could have a squad that fell into the tunnels with like the collapse of Jacinto and have an entire game built on them getting out of there and make it super gritty and dark and interesting
5: I think, you know, my thought about Coalition and, and then I know this goes back to people saying that there's a type of game that PlayStation has that Xbox doesn't, and they're exactly right. Coalition needs to make a Punisher game hmm. interesting. Think about how violent and how brutal that is
0: I could see that. I, I could see that. I mean, you and you,
5: you could have multiplayer online where you're fighting against other Punisher, <coughs> or where you're fighting against yeah. other soldiers of fortune in the Punisher comics.
1: Have I seen hmm. Punisher? Oh, I don't know what it is. So it sounds what? What is it? What? Punisher. What is it? It's the budget Punisher. What is it? Yeah. yeah! The the, the
5: character. Bad.
3: The DC character is, is is DC or is it? no oh, Marvel, Marvel? Sorry, Marvel. He's the Punisher, yeah. His so family gets is. murdered, so then he just goes on pretty much a rampage to make everyone that you know got were involved
1: killed them basically. Oh, you, you, there's a, you there's are a, there's right. A they on. could, they, they could do that. Then that sounds like the type of game they could do. It they does. are working on some of them, aren't
3: they? They are working on a smaller project currently in Unreal Five.
1: Oh, they keep saying that, but the problem is you don't know what it is. You see. It and it, in the end, it may turn out not to be a small project at all. What, well, if, it's
5: uh, a, what if it's a new um, demo for that uh, for that new Xbox they're talking about because they want to show what Unreal 5 can do on that new Xbox? What if that's all they're working on? Interesting, Could be. Mm-hmm.
1: but you've got to believe all the rumor, guys. You see, you gotta. I, I get told off in the end for not right. believing people going to believe it, because it has got a good record.
5: Which
4: which rumor you the question you suspect that they're
5: not making another console or? Well, because like the coalition is undoubtedly the most talented studio that Xbox has right now. I think everybody agrees that you know. So they want yes. they, they have this new Calm Xbox. Down, they have this, <laughs> they have this new Xbox coming up. They want to have a demo to show why this is different than the Series X. So who do they turn to to make that new demo? The coalition. That would be them. Yeah. That could be their smaller project.
2: Hmm.
0: It's going to be one of them. of Let's hope that they've got the, their smaller project is something great, and I I don't doubt that. Personally, I don't think any of us here doubt that what they're going to create as the smaller project is going to be amazing.
5: Because um, I I kind of I feel as if they don't get away from gears, we're going to be playing like. Years of war until Kate's granddaughter is the protagonist. So that's what I feel like as far as coalition and gears. Like they're just gonna milk the hell out of them like uh, Take Two and Rockstar did with GTA
0: online. It's starting to feel like Final Fantasy.
5: <laughs> yes, like when is the Final Fantasy happening? Let me know.
0: Exactly. When is that final fun final Final Fantasy? That's yes.
5: interesting.
0: So it's interesting. So
1: we'll, guys, you you six, it. Sorry, they- Go ahead. They, they can't wrap it up, that war, uh, because the war they're in, uh, Gears five Year 1, so they'd have to have a... Gear 6 would be in it, so they probably wouldn't wrap up that war within Gears 6. So you are right. Hmm.
2: It's
1: a new war they're in, if you didn't know. Can't what... It
4: seems like you guys have a lot of like franchise fatigue for Gears, which is interesting. I wonder how much that's reflected in the general community... Based on sales and stuff. We should also take a moment to
1: appreciate... Oh, they love to hit on that. Gears of War. The Xbox community do. They don't mind bashing
5: it. No end. I yeah, think kill it off. New IP. Well, I think a lot of that came about um, in the Xbox One generation. Because, um, you know, Gears of War is a its a fine franchise. And it looks... You know, it has all the graphics and all that other stuff that people really want. And um, now you have PlayStation pumping out. You know, Ghost of Tsushima... And the Last of Us Part Two and Days Gone and all these brand new IPs. Some of them hit, some of them didn't. But Coalition, the most talented one that Xbox has, is still making Gears of War. Mm-hmm. It's true.
1: It is, and the problem is Xbox did lean on them too much because it was it was nearly every three years you'd get a new Gears game, and that mm-hmm. hasn't happened. They've broke Edition. It should already be. If there should already be, have been a Gears of War release this year, they've broken tradition. <laughs> okay. I do think you may see a Gears of War trailer next year.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not releasing next year. Well,
4: How long has it been since the last release? When did 5 come out? Oh, fucking hell. We'll to I
5: think it. it's been, um, what, 2019.
4: I would, so that it's sounds, been a while. It's a been right. a while. Are they using the new Unreal Engine on the next one, Stubbs, or is it the old? Yep. They, they,
1: they, they've actually said that they've moved all developments over to Unreal Five. So that, that that, I, I believe that they were one of the first studios to get Unreal Five.
5: They could yeah. be. They they could also be putting together a Gears Six um, demo to show off at an E3 or something. That's very
1: true. Yeah, you're right. September six of September twenty nineteen. Correct. It's been a long time, I am more about gears than I do.
4: <laughs> Most people do, Stubbs. Most people do,
0: mm-hmm. but um, I think next topic I think I had personally lined up for, the, for this conversation was these. There's an update coming to the Silent Hill series
5: that's going to be PlayStation exclusive. I'm calling it now.
0: I agree. It wouldn't surprise me, but we can only hope... Depends how it's
1: developed by.
4: I saw a rumor that it was supposed to be announced by now, but they thought it might damage the arguments with the CMA, and that's why the announcement was pushed back. How about that
1: juicy stuff? <laughs>
0: well, the update Wait. is tomorrow.
4: Is it that's, that's for the anime. That's the anime, not the game. They do, they
3: do it's Wednesday, It's isn't it, the actual main thing. I yeah, so,
0: Oh, sorry. So, yeah, Phil, if, if
5: that's true, Phil Spencer and Major Nelson need to like sneak in a window at PlayStation headquarters and go get the proof of that,
2: <laughs> right?
5: <laughs> so you now See, CMA's the rumor been acquired is
1: anyway. See, the rumor is it's it's Bloober Team working on it, but I don't think it is. Hopefully
2: somehow. not, because
3: like okay. multiple titles isn't It's multiple tiles that's actually coming out.
4: Could be a little trailer going Silent Hill Returns That's it When was the last Silent Hill game released? How long has that been?
1: Goodness um, Silent Hill
4: That's that's a long time ago, right? So um,
5: Konami is publishing it, right?
1: I think so That's what the
5: rumor is But Kojima is not attached
1: No, he won't go near that He won't be no, yeah. nineteen, nineteen, ninety-nine. Is that right? Oh, sorry, sorry, that was the first release. Sorry, right. mm. wrong. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure there was one out after that. <laughs>
3: I
0: was wrong. Sorry.
2: Uh, a so, I'm
0: trying to find it. It's such a difficult thing to find. Um, um, it, it's been a while, though. It really has. Um, oh okay. wait, I no. was PT part of Silent Hill? Maybe yeah, like a know.
5: spirit. Maybe spiritually attached in you know, like a spiritual successor or whatever.
3: No, it was going to be P- PT. Was the actual playable demo, um, which was actually if you've completed the demo, um, you can't get any more anyway. So, spoilers or not. Um, you went outside and you saw Norman Reedus and it actually announced the new Silent Hill game and then they pulled the plug on it.
0: Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that was released in 2014. However, the last game, according to Wikipedia, which we all know is absolutely perfect, 10 years ago.
4: That's more recent than I thought, to be honest. Mm,
0: I was thinking After mid-2000s.
4: Uh, who, he who, who here would be excited for a Silent Hill game? Let's ask that question.
2: Hmm.
0: Nope.
2: I Not really my anymore. thing anymore.
0: I, I, I want to try it, but I'd, I'd like to see it
4: in VR. I, uh, I don't know. I've been playing some horror games for my channel for this month, and they are extreme in VR. So that's interesting. I don't know. I'm That's not traditionally film. a horror guy, so i I wouldn't
1: have any interest in it outside of that. I'll tell you that.
2: And, well, one be.
1: thing I think you probably are right. Probably will. Probably would be locked up as a PlayStation exclusive, properly.
0: And
4: run their PSVR too, perhaps.
1: It's all coming together.
0: And that would uh, that would sound really good. <laughs> I mean, it,
1: if, if, you, it so team, though, <laughs> if it isn't blue team, if it isn't blue team, which I don't think it is. Who do you think's making it?
2: Hmm.
4: I've I've not enjoyed any Bloober Team games. I don't think the medium was terrible, right? I think they've kind of raised the bar on that a little bit, but overall not a huge fan. Not to say they couldn't
1: create something really good.
0: Hmm.
1: That's what I'm trying to think. But no Bloober team games have ever been exclusive, there have only ever been timed windowed exclusives like they always come to xbox first a <coughs> like little game pass deal and then eventually they end on the playstation uh, the playstation brand they don't actually i mean obviously if konami offered them enough money to make the game and be exclusive they might do it but they are even though i know everyone thinks that they were just a small indie but the let, last game the medium was actually a very expensive game to make it wasn't. It was a multi-million-dollar budget. It wasn't a little indie budget. You think about, you know, a hundred grand. It was very, very. If you look at the numbers, it's quite a big budget they had for that game. It was.
0: Mm. Wasn't Medium the one way switch between two realities? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because it was the only one that didn't have backwards compat. Uh,
1: it wasn't. I've not finished it. I'm terrible at Torah games. But then again, everyone knows me. Knows I don't finish many games anyway. So.
0: Too busy stuff. <laughs> well um is there anything anyone wants to talk about apart from well actually speak while I think about it. Razor Edge Cloud Gaming. The Android handheld. See so, so cloud gaming. It's exactly where everything's going now. Does uh I think Sentinel
5: should take this one. Regarding uh, the Razor's Edge cloud gaming, I mean, Mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it's not going to be good for everybody. I think Mm. it's going to be good for people that live in larger cities with better internet. But I think if someone lives um, out in the country or or where there's not dependable internet, I think it's not really going to interest them that much.
0: Mm. No, I can understand that one. Especially with the...
3: Just to mention the release when it comes out, when it first launches in January next year, it will actually only be
5: Wi Fi only. Yeah. So you have to, if you don't have good Wi Fi in your house, you're not going to be able to play it. Yeah.
4: and then there's there's going to be 5g option is that in the hardware and gets patched in or is that a different model
5: uh yeah it's gonna be uh,
3: it's going to be it'll be followed by a 5g ready version so no yes the one that's coming out in January will not be 5g it will be Wi-Fi only there'll be another model coming out over the summer which will be 5g ready which kind of defeats the object of it really because when I'm at home and I'm gaming I sit in here in my Little gaming room and game I don't I, I don't want to be oh, I'll go and watch TV and then sit there with a handheld and then play a game while trying to watch TV it's I, I, I like to do it's rather one or the
5: other I don't mm. what's the point in having it in your house I think um, it's going to be for those people that might travel a lot um, you know the people that are out there at hotels or whatever and um, you know they're not home as much so most hotels have Wi-Fi you know, and there you go. They have a handheld that they can play tons of games on. But you're exactly right. If I'm at home, I'm not going to be playing on a handheld.
3: No. But it's another device with Game Pass.
5: Yeah. Yeah, that's Xbox true. Xbox
4: making all their moves. Exactly. So, I mean, you can you can hook a controller to any cell phone and and do what it does and have 5G right now, right? So yeah, yeah. the only thing that actually makes it better is the Android gaming on board, right? So yep. what, what games would that open up, otherwise unavailable, that would be interesting?
3: Mm, yeah, this, this,
2: this, this yeah. is uh... See, I don't, it. I, just, mean, just I know there's a works. Call of
4: Duty Mobile, there's a PUBG Mobile, right? Those might be okay. Oh, Steam Deck. Yeah. 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 How, much, how much does it cost? Uh, $399 $300 for the Wi-Fi only. $700 more, probably. See, me not being familiar with the Android library, it doesn't
0: make sense <laughs> to buy it at all. I'm not yeah. great on the Android library. Personally, I think I don't play that many games on my phone.
1: Well, I'm on my phone now. Walt, do you know Zones coming to the mobile? I did not. Android? It is. Warzone's coming. Rainbow Six mobile's coming, it says.
2: Hmm.
0: Well, I don't, there's not that much really. That's... Call of Duty mobile, sorry. You've got that as well. <laughs> um
1: yeah. rage shadow legends you can play on it <laughs> <laughs> you get a rage you, you've made it
0: no they just they just shove it on any every, every channel
1: <laughs> no it's not you actually you, you actually have to do it see what they do is when you get a deal they mm. make the content creator actually say the and you have to keep sending them the advert because they make the content creator do it. When you've got an actual sponsorship on your video, you have to send it to them to approve it, and you you got to keep redoing it until they say it's okay. Then you get then <laughs> they, then you'll get paid but once you've done it. Yeah, you're on about the adverts you watch, but the actual sponsored videos I'm talking about. Yeah, that's me you point. made that's it when they make you do it.
0: Yeah, um, I, I channel I watch. Videos. Literally, every channel I watch is, is there's a Ray channel legend somewhere on that.
1: <laughs> but, it's actually quite a good game. I've played it.
0: <laughs> um, and I think I know we haven't gone through all the topics, guys. Um, but I have noticed how long this has been running. Um, last topic I want to talk about is it's claimed that PS5 Pro and the new Xbox. Dev, the new Xbox Dev kits are uh, dev, dev kits are in dev hands. I think pest I think
4: that would be. Ah, I'm the wrong guy to ask when it comes to just speculation that doesn't uh, interest me a whole lot until we know more.
2: Okay. Uh,
4: I will say that the recent 30 FPS thing is, I think, uh, pretty disappointing. I'm not saying that these won't be great games anyway, right? So, like. Red Dead Redemption 2 is one of my favorite games ever made. It runs at 30 FPS. But I really felt like this time the standard was going to be at least 60. And then, you know, 1080p, 1440p, and up on resolution. And the resolution would scale to have that frame rate. Because I think I think both in feel and in visual quality, that frame rate's worth what it takes to get there. So I'm, I felt like that was almost promised to me this time, and we didn't get it. So... Mm-hmm with these new developer kits right circling back if they're in their hands and they promise something i'm kind of like i feel like i was burned a little i'm a little skeptical what uh what these next pro consoles might be and because so many games are making their way to pc um both on playstation and xbox at this point i uh i probably lean towards pc going going ahead because at least there i can turn down what i need to turn out turn down to get it as smooth as i want it to be so not super interested in speculating on these consoles and also my feelings hurt a little bit.
0: Yeah. No, I can understand with the 30 uh, FPS. I mean we live in a 60 we live in a sixty fps uh, generation of consoles at the moment, I think. You know, it's it's upsetting to be to say the least on that with Gotham Knights at thirty FPS.
4: Yeah, Plague Tale also.
0: Plague Tale yeah. uh, 40,
5: 40 frames per second is like the most you can get right now in that game for consoles. Even I mean, like, for the even for the Series X, which is crazy. Mm. Stubbs, anything to add? What about these dev kits?
0: But Either the dev kits or Gotham Knights, you take the pick.
1: I don't believe the dev kits are out at all. I mean, that's a stupid rumor that someone's made up. Right. Far too early. <laughs> My, crap. Why is it too early? It is. No look, look. look it's how far we have generated already. Yeah, but it's supposed it it's probably in Xbox and making it, but I would say it's too early to be in developers' hands. Yeah, because I agree. although you although you say that it, I can see your thinking, BMG, mm. but as you can see, the fucking developers don't know how to develop for the Series X and Series S, which tells you they didn't get no dev kits early. Yeah, that, I, I don't believe PlayStation
3: Five's holding us back.
1: Hmm. What <laughs> is
3: <laughs> the PlayStation's the holding, holding us back? No, no, no. It's it's one yeah. of them. It wouldn't surprise me if there's things floating around out there. But now,
1: concrete. Now, the first-party studios. That could be very much true. The actual ones they yeah. own. Coalition, probably. I've got the fucker. Do you know what I mean, but mm. that's if it's true, it may not be.
4: Well, I'll tell you but what the is... the the one X came out four years after the one, and we're two years wow. here after Series X launch, basically. Yes,
3: Yes, possibly.
1: Yeah, so so... It's possible, yeah if times could line up. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, but I, I... I don't think they'll get a very good reaction from the fan base of gamers, that they're bringing out a new console where they can't even, they're not even hitting quarter or half of what the series X can do. Yes, yes. I don't think it would go down very well. Exactly.
5: You know, it's like they haven't even been able to fully optimize the um you know the ray tracing and sixty frames per second. It's like the standard for every game this generation on the Series X should be four K at you know sixty frames per second fixed. It shouldn't be below that on anything. And the fact that the developers cannot hit that yet they don't need the, they don't need dev kits how about you worry about optimizing it for the series x yeah. before we hand you anything else there's no excuse
0: no we need to it needs to be work, like i said with uh about, we're, we're in 60 fps mode sorry uh pass. what's that i said we are in a 60 fps generation 4k well, oh, I, I, I say, agree
1: entirely. I agree entirely. Because, sorry, yeah, the Gotham Knights, no, is this just next gen, yeah? Uh, current gen, sorry. Is this Series X and PS5 only? Yes. Oh, so I don't know what the excuse is there, then. Okay. You know so what? It's not on oh, Xbox One, PS4, then.
5: Okay. It's, it's like our systems oh are backwards compatible, right? The Series X and S are backwards compatible with the Xbox One. PS5 is backwards compatible with PS4, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, rather than do that... It's like they need to just make Gotham Knights last gen only, and get it that sixty frames per second at 1080p or whatever, and then release an update afterwards. Mm. That that's what they should have done, rather than the route they went because now everybody's pissed off.
4: I, I might have misspoke. My my position is that I'm disappointed in the 30 for sure. Just in case I misspoke. Well, I think 30. I you know I think the whole. Dirty.
5: 30's fine. 30's fine if you got 4K, but give people an option. You know? Yeah, oh, yeah. Give them 60 frames per second at 1080p or 30 frames per second with ray tracing at 4K. Give them the option. They didn't give anybody the option, so now everyone's pissed off.
0: I mean, most games that have had an update have given people the option between performance and visual. Yes. So, yeah, it's one of them. BMG, you got anything? Uh, no, I'm
3: one of them. I don't. I won't. Pl- I don't play games at 30 frames anymore. After you know, with the way Series X is, the PlayStation Five, um, mm. it should be the standard. You know, this 4K 60, whether it be checkerboard 4K 60 upscale uh, 4K, uh, but games should be a standard on consoles now running at 60 FPS, um, and it's just jarring going back to playing a game that doesn't run it. And you're playing in 30 frames, it just looks like it's stuttering to me. Can't play it, it feels frames. awful. It feels it awful. horrible. It looks yeah. terrible. Yeah, it does. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, you stand still and it's like, oh yeah, this is brilliant, amazing, 4K ray trace graphics. As soon as you move, you feel like you're stuttering. And and it's it's re- how they could have got this so wrong. This game's gonna end up being dead on arrival because it's action orientated you're flying about jumping about combos and stuff you want the highest frame rate possible to make that as smooth as possible and play as well as possible but i believe i saw um one of the people that the developers had come on and said the reason it's at 30 frames is because you're not tethered in co-op so you can have three people in this open open world and go wherever you want separately. But I don't know why that would affect frame rate. I don't understand um, mm. if there's something I'm missing, but... Mm. Maybe Stubbs
5: can help us out. What's the frame rate of Gears 5 if you're playing uh, co-op <laughs> with someone, right? I bet Coalition could do it. I've got a clue.
3: yeah uh, <laughs> it should be the standard with this we shouldn't be we should be getting out now oh, no, been... multiplayer
1: multiplayer 120 frames
4: per second feels good i like 120 feels good
0: yeah i have not got that yet
4: no i uh, i haven't either i i played halo infinite uh has a 120 hertz option also and i really thought i would be happy with 60 i probably couldn't feel the difference between 60 and 120 and I, I did some testing, and I stick with 120. It just feels better. Hmm. It's, it's not as big a difference as 30 to 60. That's very, very dramatic. But there's a difference.
5: I think in, I think in first play, first person shooters, you're going to see the difference a lot more than you would in a game that's third person action. Agreed. Hmm.
0: So, I don't no. want, got anything else to watch While I'm. No, no. No.
1: Thirty's
3: dirty. Sixty is where we should be, and it's disappointing that after this game being delayed and where they're at, that they can't offer that mode. And I just can't, I just can't get my head around it. I don't get the logic round when they were sat around the table saying, "Let's not do a sixty frames." Um performance mode because they're going to have to bring it in they're going to have to figure it out and they're going to have to get it in or they're just going to people aren't going to play this game it's all right if you're in a walking simulator or something that doesn't acquire a lot of movement and fighting and multiple characters and enemies on the screen fair enough 30 frames not i won't play it but okay but that's not the case you you call what you're doing you should be running at 60 and it, it's just disappointing and, and I Hope the game does well, um, you know, because it's the art uh, part of the Arkham series, but I just can't see it getting high praise. And I think this is the thing that's going to affect reviews is its uh, frame rate.
4: We're gonna find out pretty soon. And I find it was oh, pigtail yes. reviews are coming out, right? Uh, and they're uh eights and above mostly. Oh, are they? How are they doing well? <laughs> <laughs>
0: hmm. Well, I think that's it for tonight. Um, I want to thank. Everyone who's joined us in chat, I want to thank every single one of the panel members for tonight. If you if you enjoyed this, uh please like, subscribe, comment. And uh first I would like to thank BMG, as always. our rock on here, but and Stubbs and thanks to the two, two guests tonight for joining us. Um so BMG, where can we find you?
3: Oh, well, right. Well, mainly you're going to find me over it. obviously, you're going to find me here over at Stasis Chat, um, part of the podcast here, as well as over on the Twitter at Stasis Chat and YouTube, Stasis Chat. More so, a panel member on XBL Party Podcast over on YouTube and obviously Twitter. And We're live tomorrow night at 8 p.m., um, we're currently figuring out a rebrand, um, things are going to be changing, and we're going to be having a PlayStation show, which I will be hosting coming up at some point soon. Um, we are on our march to 1,000 subscribers, so if, uh, if you want to check the content out, you like what you see, like, share, subscribe, and uh, other than that, that'll, that'll be it for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Past? Ah, uh, thanks for having me. I want to... Open with an apology. I feel like I talked over some people today, and I did not mean to do that. So I, I apologize if that was the case. I, I feel like I walked on people a few times. Uh, definitely no. grateful to be here and uh, not trying to talk over anybody. If anybody want to check out my content, I run a, a mostly VR-oriented v- uh, YouTube channel with long gameplay, stuff like that. Um, you want to check me out, A Friendly Space Pest on YouTube. And then uh, maybe follow me on Twitter and hang out. Uh, but uh, grateful to be here. Thanks for having me. Enjoyed the talks.
5: Yeah. Sentinel? Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, I am on Twitter, obviously. It's S3NT1N3L17. Also the same spelling for my YouTube channel, Sentinel17Gaming. And on Twitch, Sentinel17, again, spelled the same way. You guys can check me out. I usually live stream on Twitch um, several times a week. I try to do every night, but sometimes... My schedule won't allow that. And I try to post videos on YouTube at least once a month. So. And uh, welcome back.
0: Thank you for using us as your first uh, show backstubs. Where can we find you?
1: Yeah, no. Hopefully I did all right. I, I might have got a bit of uh, excited or fiery at points. Hopefully it's didn't over yeah. anyone. Um, but no, it's, yeah, it's good to be back. You can find me at twitter.com <laughs> Find me at Twitter. <laughs> you can follow me at Stubbs on Twitter. Stubbs Gaming, the I main sorry. And on YouTube at Stubbs Gaming.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I'll see you in two weeks on this podcast, I will.
0: And you can find me, anime Raza at twitter uh at adamirazza you can <laughs> uh, you can find me on here on youtube on uh with adamirazza and uh same over at twitch where i do a lot of my recording
1: so and one more thing if you're listening on spotify or apple Podcasts, please drop us a review on spotify you can leave a five star review, or you can leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts. It helps the algorithm, it helps the more people hear to show. If you enjoyed, please leave some th- uh, reviews, please. Thank you. Can I just yeah. say
4: shout out to UK Dazarus? That dude supports so many shout people. What a great, him. what a great member of the gaming community. He's so genuine. He's awesome.
3: Yeah,
0: we love He's you, Dazzy baby. We love you, Daz. So, yeah. For now, guys, as always stay frosty latest
5: later, later.